welcome, welcome, welcome to the invitation to choose. I'm Mama Mason, and this week I really want to talk to you guys about how you can choose a new perspective about your emotions so they stop running you and you begin you can begin to work with them. So get your tea, get your coffee, get whatever you need to get cozy, maybe grab a journal, or if you're driving, just stay safe. <laughs> and let's dive in. I'm really hoping that those of you that listen to this really walk away feeling truly, truly, truly empowered and really feeling like, holy shit, okay, I can do this differently. Okay, there is hope. <laughs> I'm not stuck here forever because wherever you are, you're not stuck. Uh, I One thing that I've always struggled with and what really inspired this journey of mine is my pursuit of wealth because I came from poverty. I came from abuse and alcoholism and addiction and yada fucking yada. I just came from the mess and... I, I, throughout that process, I was really intending that I'm going to create better. I'm going to create better even without realizing it. And so that, that was what inspired this whole thing for me in this whole episode. And basically whenever I was growing up and I really want to talk about emotions because as I was growing up and maybe you too, if you were from my generation or even before me, emotions were really ridiculed. It wasn't you weren't really allowed to have a lot of feelings. Like sometimes we got punished if we were too, like if I was too angry, bless, bless his heart, he's chilled a lot, but bless my dad's heart. He, he would, I guess, assert the dominance, right? And so whenever I would show my rage and my aggression, he would basically try to intimidate me out of it because of whatever reasons he felt. And he was doing better than what his family had done to him. That was an improvement. So it just kind of goes down the line like that. But the point is, is that emotions were not exactly favored. They never really have been favored. And even in schools, you're taught to behave a certain way, dress a certain way, talk a certain way. And it's all, and, and if you really look down into it, a lot of it is just about appeasing each other emotionally, making sure we don't make each other uncomfortable. Don't make me uncomfortable, whatever. Don't scare me. That's fe- That makes me feel fear. That scares me. That's unknown to me. That's blah, 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 right? And not to mention, even growing up, there was... There was so much shame. There was so much shame that was projected. And there were so many people telling us, you know, don't do this, do this, or this is how I feel. This is how I feel. And none of us have a fucking clue as to what the hell it means to feel. None of us know anything about emotions. We don't know what the point is of our emotions. And we're just now starting to figure it out biologically and scientifically. Dr. Joe Dispenza talks about emotions being the end product of an experience. That's amazing. And that's so helpful in manifestation, but there is still a missing piece, which is no longer missing. And that's what I want to talk to you guys about today. So growing up, going through those experiences of all the negativity, all the, the emotional repression and <laughs> yada, yada, yada. I naturally learned to expect the worst and hope for the best. And that was the slogan in our family, despite my natural optimism. And I wondered a couple years back why at 26, I was stuck in what felt like the most dead end job, maybe not as dead end as it could have been, but it still felt pretty dead end. And it was suffocating me from the inside out. And I was just like, why the fuck am I doing that? Why am I here? What is the point? Is it really, is this really the fucking point of existing to wake the fuck up, go work a job you don't like, go make money you're not happy with, go home to a house you fucking hate with kids that need too much. You don't have any space to give them anything because you just gave it all to your goddamn job you spent nine hours at that you had to get up too early to go to that you fucking hate. You don't like doing it. even a passion for it. Your passion is in this. Oh, but don't, you can't make your, blah, blah, blah. Right. Okay. 
And so I set out to figure out how the fuck to make that happen because this did not feel right to me. And so I want to bring awareness to you of the emotions that I was living in, the emotions that I was constantly creating within myself, constantly focused on, okay? And I want you to pay attention to this. I, whenever I was growing up and as I progressed in my life, I found that I was feeling abandoned by everything, abandoned by money. And this stems from my childhood. My mother was, she had abandonment tendencies in a lot of different ways. And I felt resentful all throughout my life. I felt cursed. (laughs) I felt so cursed. I felt hated and I felt used. And these are all from my experiences because I was living from the outside in and I didn't understand how to work my emotions. I didn't understand that you were supposed to work your emotions. I thought they were just these things that you had to deal with, that you had to try to figure out how to get through and just hope they didn't ruin your whole fucking life. Oh, how exhausting and how, how devastating does that sound? It's just so dreary and dried up and that just can't be the case. That can't be the case. And as I started to become aware of manifestation, law of attraction, and the whole movement of positive thinking, I started to realize like, oh shit, okay, maybe my thoughts and emotions do have something to do with this mess I'm in and why I can't seem to get out of it. I mean, fuck, like just doing it the way everybody's been telling me to do it up to this point has left me feeling incredibly and increasingly dissatisfied with my life to the point where I would turn to alcohol, I turn to all sorts of self-sabotage. I want you to be able to listen to yourself, so let's go through it, okay? Again, let's go back to what I said before. You know now, based on the science and the studies of Dr. Joe Dispenza, and we can go through his books, I recommend you read his books, Breaking the Habit of Being Yourself or Becoming Supernatural, et cetera, et cetera. We've learned from him that emotions are an end product of an experience. They are the after effect of something that has happened or something that you have experienced, regardless of if it's in your mind or if it's in your physical experience. Your brain doesn't know the fucking difference. We know that now. And this means, but this also means that the body, whenever you're having these emotions, they're also telling you that the body is aligned with an experience because it is the end result of an experience and all like experiences. Because again, we're working with the law of attraction here, guys. So just follow me here. That is the body communicating that it is an al- it is aligned with an experience or a particular vibration of experiences. For example, if you feel rich, even if you're not, but yet you're thinking about being wealthy, so all of a sudden you feel wealthy, and then it's like, oh, yay, right? That's what I mean. And that, that concept helps a lot, but let's bring even more to it. Your emotions, the big secret, the big truth, is that your emotions are a guidance system for you, a guidance system that you have created within yourself, we collectively have created, and that guidance system is here to help you see and help you navigate while being fully immersed in this experience, it is helping you see when you are, if you are oriented towards what you prefer or what you do not prefer. And the contrast is how you identify. The, the not wanted is how you identify the wanted. And we can, we'll go into that more and more as we progress, but just stay with me here for a second that your emotions are a guidance system. And I want you to feel that in your body. If you feel reassurance, if you feel relief, if you feel this sense of hope that's blooming in your chest as I say that to you, that is your resonance and that is your emotion. Those, those are your emotions communicating with you that yes, you are in alignment with what you prefer, even if it might not be directly what you think you need right this moment. You also have to understand you have a not self and, and a true self, and we will go into that as well. But for now, this can help you right now, wherever you are in your journey. This can help you right now. For those of you that maybe just want to feel happier at work, knowing 
that whenever you are unhappy at work, it is not so much that the work you are doing is unhappy of nature and that it is just bad, bad, bad. That's not it. It is just not your preference. And your job in that moment is to surrender to the experience because there is always medicine in every experience and you're building, you're creating, you're learning what you want within the contrast of what you don't want. And as you're sitting there in that space of not feeling happy, that's when you want to check in, feel that feeling. Oh, I'm dissatisfied. I'm not oriented towards my preference. I'm not thinking. This is key, guys. I'm not thinking in alignment with what I want and what I know is true. Instead, I'm focused on the opposite. Let me simply offer a new thought to create a new feeling and see how it feels and then keep moving in that direction. And then you, we all luckily have the law of attraction here that will help build that momentum. No matter which way you're going, it'll build, it'll help build the momentum with you. You just have to be aware of what you're feeling. Because again, you guys, you got to think that, that we you have to remember, we know now in science, this is something we can tangibly measure. We have an electromagnetic field around our bodies that is always communicating with other electromagnetic fields around us. And those fields are connecting and communicating with fields in those fields. It's like, a, it's like a game of telephone in a way, but better, <laughs> more accurate. And so your emotions are just like the things going off to tell you what you're thinking about, what you're focused on. That's it. And, but a point that I need to make here is that judgment is it kind of gets in the way. If you're judging your feelings as good or bad, or you're judging the situations as good or bad, you're not allowing yourself to experience the full creation process. And you're not, you're kind of cutting yourself off. So what you want to do is look at it as preference. Good feelings. When we say good feelings, it's not good as a judgment of value or worth, but it's an assessment of preference. That's it. I prefer chocolate to vanilla. You may prefer vanilla over chocolate. This isn't good or bad. It just is the same for our feelings. They guide us to know what we prefer and what we do not prefer. And a part of what kind of makes this process take a lot of time in the, in the way that we perceive time is that so many of us, and this is something I've been wrestling with myself, we've created beliefs, which are beliefs, by the way, are just practice vibrations or emotional habits, if you will, thought habits, stuff like that. But we've created these beliefs of focusing on what we don't prefer from observing others doing the same thing. We think that if we say, oh, I hate that, I don't want that, I don't want that, we think that we're going to repel it, but really we're so emotionally and thoughtfully focused on it. You cannot help but attract it, attract more of the same because that is law of attraction. And it's just about creating a new habit of being able to bring the consciousness, the awareness to your feelings. That way you can create new dominant vibrational habits of focusing on what feels good. Because again, it's just preference, not good or bad in nature and worth, just preference. So this whole thing, this whole conversation, this is your invitation to choose differently. You're here listening to this because you are ready to choose what you prefer. You've done enough suffering. You've done enough separation. You live that side. You have enough contrast there to, to know that you want something better. You want to actually enjoy what you are craving, what you're asking for. You want to actually experience it. And this episode for some of you is going to be the first step in receiving that desire in your physical reality, the desire of you having that conscious power of choosing what you really want and knowing how to do it. But first you needed to, to become conscious of there being another option and how to go about choosing that. 
So congrats. <laughs> You're receiving it now either for the first time or as another confirmation. Some of you needed to have this confirmed to you because you didn't trust yourselves. Been there, done that. That has been me. And I'm still wrestling with them. Still digging my way out of that one and just reinforcing new habits every day. So now let's go back. Let's take it back to the beginning and let's, let's bring this back full circle. Okay. So that way you guys can take this and actually do something tangible with it. So let's go back to my listed feelings earlier. Like I said, I grew up feeling and nurturing the feelings without realizing it, feeling abandoned, resentful, cursed, hated, used to name a few. Now, if we, if we shifted how we used our emotions, which again, our, the, our emotions are our body's way of confirming alignment, confirming alignment with an experience scientifically. And it's also our body's way of guiding us to our preferences spiritually. It doesn't matter how you look at it. They're, they're doing the same thing. They're doing both. Then it makes sense that I've personally struggled based on those feelings that I've personally struggled with money for as long as I have. I've been so focused on its absence and the fear of becoming where I came from, poverty-ridden, I have moved so much more through fear, resentment, bitterness than I have my optimism. And that is the connection that you need to see. You need to see that in your own lives. So what I encourage you to do now or when you get home, if you can't do it now, I encourage you to do this practice with yourself and take out a sheet of paper. And in, on the first, I want you to create three columns on your piece of paper. The first one is, what do I feel? Second one is, what am I thinking? And the third one is what I currently have, or you can even put what I receive because they're the same thing. So, and if you're feeling, if you notice that you're feeling, and if you, you can even pick a topic like money and you're feeling, you think about money and all of a sudden you have anxiety. Okay. I feel anxiety. Okay. Go to the second column. What do I think? Oh, I think money doesn't stay with me. Money doesn't last. Blah, 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 right. And then the third one, what happens? What are you currently dealing with that makes you think that? And then instead of thinking that you're feeling and thinking this way because this thing is happening. Instead, reverse engineer it. See it, it ha if it goes this way, it can go the other fucking way. And they're both doing it. They're both going both ways. Your feelings are creating this and then your experiences are creating more of these feelings. It is the law of attraction and it's this loop. And you can change the loop by starting with where you're feeling by using that feeling as guidance. So if you feel anxious around money, then guess what that means, guys? That means that you are in alignment with what you do not prefer when it comes to money. And that is because of your thoughts. It is because of how you were thinking and how you were observing. Take this into your relationships as well. See where your, like for me, my body image issues, my sense of how, what I look like, how my value and all these things, I have to see where that feeling and those thoughts are connected to my toxic relationships or even poor health, having colds that are severe and last forever, or even getting sick all the time when I don't even believe in sickness in that way, but yet here I am. Also think about it for just a second. How often, whenever you have a feeling, especially one that you don't love, how often do you try to push it down, push it away, or just beat yourself up for feeling that way? Think about how often you actually judge, repress, and shame yourself for your feelings, for actually having emotions. So after this conversation and after you accept this invitation to instead use your emotions instead of as this thing that makes you move and makes you react and defines who you are, instead we can just become aware of our feelings at any given moment and see if it feels good to you or not and define good as preference. Oh, this is preferred. This is not preferred. And if you don't feel good, know that you are currently offering a thought that is focused on what you don't prefer. 
And so in these moments, this is how you can consciously start shifting your emotions. You can then offer new thoughts with the awareness that you're using your emotions as the guidance system that they are. And the moment you feel something that feels good, you are then progressing toward harmony with your inner being and source again. You're going back into harmony. And this is also called, according to Abraham Hicks, she calls this allowing. When you feel good, which is mean, meaning you're focused on your preference and you're aligned with your inner being and your source, then you are allowing, meaning things can come to you with no resistance. Negative emotion, those painful emotions, or you focusing and feeling outside of your preference is disallowing. That is the resistance. Your feelings that are opposite of what you want are the resistance and changing your feelings is releasing resistance. It's that simple. So how is this feeling for you guys? I want to just take a second and ask you guys, how are you feeling about what I'm saying? How does it feel in your body? What are the fears coming up? What are the, the hopes coming up? Please leave, leave some feedback. I'd love to hear your thoughts. I'd love to hear your feelings. And I'd love to see how this inspires you and even ask me questions. If I need to round out anything, we're going to go as deep as we can with this. Cause I really want you guys to be able to take this information and apply it and just change your freaking lives for the better. But going forward from this point forward, as you really absorb this information and as you really sink into it and begin to utilize it, different experiences will find their way to you. And some are going to be really great. Some are not going to be so great. It doesn't matter. You just got to give it time. You got to give yourself time to balance out. You got to give your body time to balance out. But on your way to these, this more, this more balanced, more desirable state of being in your life, all the little moments and little experiences that begin to happen, they are invitations for you to practice mastering using your emotions as your guidance system instead of letting them be in charge. Because think about it, when anger's in charge, it may feel the impulse to destroy. I used to be a big time destroyer <laughs> whenever I'm an Aries moon too, so I'm going to blame it on that. But no, whenever I would get angry, uncontrollably angry, angry, or if I felt really, really wronged, I would, not all the time, but a lot of the times I would be destructive. I would break things, I would throw things, yada, yada, yada. And I, and I finally stopped doing that. But I realized anger was driving the seat the seat anger was driving the car. And, you know, whenever we realize when we do those things and we have that feeling of, of pain that comes over and says, no, I don't like this. That's our opportunity to shift. It's not a judgment. It's a, an opportunity to create different. So what do you do? You change your perspective. You observe your anger instead of letting it destroy the house. You observe your anger as a focus on something dissatisfying you and as an opportunity to further define what you do prefer by shifting your focus, by using what you don't want as a sign and then moving towards and looking towards what you do want by looking at the opposite of it and, and knowing that you are simply creating, creating more and more and more and more and more and expanding the universe. And so now you have another tool in your toolbox, or maybe you're just now building your toolbox. And this is a big tool for you to use your emotions as the guidance system that they are meant to be. You're so much more powerful now, so much more. So I want to know what emotion do you sometimes feel so powerless to? I know mine has been lack, financial lack or financial scarcity or just feeling that anxiety, feeling that, that hopelessness around my freedom, my finances, all this stuff. So tell me what yours is. And I encourage you guys leave a voice message on the link that you see that's provided 
and I would love to listen to it and then respond to you guys in the next episode. I would love to know how this has restored some hope for you. And which is, by the way, hope is the expectation that something wanted will occur. It's not a maybe it will vibration. Like that whole thing about expect the worst, but hope for the best, total contradiction, total contradiction. Whoever came up with that did not understand the vibration of hope. <laughs> but next week, we're going to take this a step further and round this process out a little bit more. So just make sure you're subscribed to get updates for each Thursday that they come out. And if you need help with this process, book an energy reading. They're linked on my page. That way we can get to the root of whatever belief or, you know, whatever energies in your life that are really just kind of blocking your progress that you're kind of clinging to without really realizing it. So you can bring your consciousness to your darkness and choose a new feeling. On that note, I want to pull a card for you all real quick before we end this episode and see what, see what spirit is wanting to say to you. I'm using this deck called the, I don't even think I'm going to say it right. El Qui Oracle. <laughs> I don't know. It's beautiful though. It's so beautiful. I'm going to shuffle real quick and see what kind of medicine you need to take away with you today. Aside from the, the beautiful medicine that we've already talked about. Ooh, butterflies. Okay. Oh my gosh. She who surprises. Surprise, discovery, revelation. Oh my God, you guys, come on. Revelation. This is your revelation. Ooh, she who guides. New path, guide, and renewal. Revelation, new path, and renewal. That's fascinating. So I can sense that some of you are really going to take this in and create a new path for yourselves. And I just saw 222. <laughs> yeah, you're going to create a new path for yourself. And it is the the most aligned one, whatever you're thinking of, whatever you're feeling, just follow that good feeling. She who waits, patience, waiting, determination. Make sure you work on your patience because this card came out reverse. Um, patience, waiting, determination. And patience is an emotion that's kind of in the way here. And there's something underneath that impatience. And actually, I feel like that message is for me too. So I'm gonna actually go dig into that and see what that is so I can shift it into a better, more aligned feeling. Okay, guys, I love you so much. This was so fun, and I can't wait to go deeper into this next week. So make sure, again, you're subscribed and join me on TikTok, Mama Mason. Um, and I will answer any questions you guys have as best I can. So make sure to leave them for me. All right, I love you, and I'll talk to you next week. Mwah! Thank you.